0: Hey, this is ENFP DreamFan. Uh, this will be the last segment of the turning predictions for the first two rounds. I'll also be finishing the bracket. Uh, I'll post it uh, on Twitter and Instagram, the final product. Uh, so it just won't be a, a separate just uh, Spokane region one. It's just going to show um, the full thing so you can view it. Uh, so when everything takes place, you can be like, oh, yeah, this is what he said. And it's all straightforward and everything no it, it, well uh, i don't watch men's basketball but yeah crazy all the upsets that happen there so you know what I, mine doesn't look so bad now you know we'll see what happens anyway um on to what i have predicted um for the spokane region now that uh, missouri state beat florida state uh, i was able to complete that bracket so as always start with the first first 16 seed uh, Stanford is the first seed um, for this region. Uh, points per game, it's pretty close between Stanford and Montana State. It's seventy-three point eight. Uh, the Cardinals are averaging. Montana State is averaging sixty-nine point seven. Uh, two of the bigger factors of uh, field goal percentage. Stanford is shooting forty-four point nine percent. Montana State thirty-eight point five. And then points allowed. Stanford's averaging fifty-six point nine. Montana's averaging 67.7. I have Stanford winning 75-48 to 48, uh, to move to the next round. And uh, they played the a winner of Kansas-Georgia Tech. And this will be another game where it's a battle of wills between trying to make it a high-scoring game and the other team trying to make it low-scoring. So Kansas is the one that's going to try to put up points. Um, they're averaging 71.9 points per game compared to 61 for Georgia Tech. They also majorly lead the free throw percentage uh, discrepancy at uh, 75.5 to 66.1 in Kansas's favor. They're 15-2 when they score 70 or more. Uh, Georgia Tech, their big thing is they only allow 51.9 points, which is just ridiculously low uh, compared to Kansas, who gives up 64.6. And they're 14-2 when they... Uh, give up 50 points or less. Uh, I I don't have either of their teams meeting like the criteria for where they get most of their wins. I have Kansas scoring 63 for the victory over Georgia Tech who gets 57. I think it's just a, a close game throughout. Uh, but Kansas is able to pull away, especially with hitting their free throws that Georgia Tech has not been as consistent with. Uh, so moving on to Uh, The game that determines who makes the Sweet 16 between Stanford and Kansas. Points per game, again, really close, 73.8 to 71.9. But the points per game is is still uh, majorly in Stanford's favor in this game. I I just do not think Kansas will be able to uh, get flow in this game. Uh, I have Stanford winning 62 to 45 uh, to reach the Sweet 16. Uh, on to the next pairing of games, uh, starting with uh, Virginia Tech-Florida Gulf Coast, uh, another one that this match could easily be in the Sweet 16. It's two ranked teams. It's crazy that Florida Gulf Coast uh, was selected for the 12th seed. Uh, Virginia Tech has the major advantage in free throw shooting. Uh, they're shooting 75.9% compared to 647 for Florida Gulf Coast. Virginia Tech is undefeated when they score 70 or more points. They're 18-0. Florida Gulf Coast also likes uh, a lot of points. Uh, They average 76.6 compared to, I didn't mention it for Virginia Tech, but they average 70.5. Another big factor uh, is steals. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast is averaging 9.3 per game. And I'm sure Kirsten Bell has a huge impact on that number. And then 4.5 steals for Stanford. So uh, they're averaging 18.4 turnovers for their opponents uh, compared to 13.3 for Stanford. And they're undefeated when they score above 60. And I have Florida Gulf Coast becoming 30-0. and 0. Uh, They score 78 points against the Hokies. And they won 78-65 to 65, uh, to move on to the, to the next round. Uh, the next one, Maryland-Delaware, was so hard for me. Like... Uh, Jasmine Dickey is just someone I've just been raving about for the past uh, few weeks. Uh, I just really hope the, the Dream draft her. I think she's the top shooting guard prospect. I'm really looking forward to watching her, but just looking at these stats, it was really hard. Uh, and then before the tournament, just Maryland was one of the teams that I thought could make a really deep run uh, with Diamond Johnson uh, and company in and Helm uh, and... Yeah, the points per game. Uh, Maryland is averaging 78.1, which is crazy with the competition they play to be scoring close to 80 points per game. And uh, uh, Delaware is averaging 71.5. Uh, a huge impact on this game will be three-point shooting. Uh, Maryland is shooting 35.7 on average. Delaware is shooting 29.4. And then um, the slight advantage for Delaware happens in points per allowed. Uh, I mean points allowed. Uh, Delaware's averaging 63.1. while Virginia Tech is averaging 67, and then on the boards, Delaware is averaging 44.3 against 39.2 for the the Terrapins. But whew, this one was close for me, and and this is the prediction that I'm just I hope I'm wrong on. I, I'm gonna be cheering for the Blue Hens today, <laughs> but I I just see uh, Maryland winning this game. Uh, I just think they have too much talent uh, to get upset in this game. I have Maryland winning 75 uh, to 63 uh, to move on to play Florida Gulf Coast. And the points per game again, both teams did really good when they were scoring uh, when they're scoring a lot of points. Maryland 16 and one when they score above 70. Uh, and yeah, like this is gonna be. A close game for a lot of it, but yeah, I I just think Maryland, despite like their metrics being close, like their strength of schedule and the competition they played, I I I just think that they're able to pull away in this one uh, and win this 89 to 72 over Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, A big advantage will be on the free throw line. Uh, Maryland shooting 75.4 compared to 60 64.7 percent for Florida Gulf Coast. So um, they'll force them to hit their free throws, and I, I don't think they'll answer the bell. So Maryland will be going to the, the Sweet 16 against Stanford. Uh, on to um, Ohio State versus Missouri State. Uh, just two uh, contrasts again and everything in, in Wills. Uh, Ohio State is averaging 79.7 points per game compared to 64.7 for Missouri State, 46 to 39% field goal percentage of advantage for Ohio State. They're 16-1 and 1, uh, when they score 75 points or more. Uh, Missouri State will try to win this game off the, on offensive rebounds uh, and getting those second chances. Uh, Missouri State's averaging 15.5 compared to 9.7 for Ohio State. But again, that's for the most part too inferior competition, but we'll see if it carries over to this game. Uh, and also their defense. Uh, they're allowing 54.6 points per game compared to 65 points per Ohio State. Uh, Missouri State is 21 and 1 uh, when they score 60 or more. Um, I have them scoring 60 or more, but this will become their second loss. Uh, when they score 60 or more, I have Ohio State winning a close one, 73 to 68 uh, to move on to the next round. Um, on to, uh, LSU, Jackson State. Uh, LSU, uh, plays aggressive defense and a big factor, uh, will be, uh, turnovers and like Kayla Pointer is, it helps them be really efficient and avoid those turnovers and just have rhythm and flow. Uh, LSU is averaging 13.7 turnovers per game compared to Jackson State that has 15.6. Uh, the opponent point per game, like the points allowed, the, both teams are really close. 60.5 LSU averages, 61.9 Jackson State. Um, LSU is 1-4 when they give up 70-plus points. And Jackson State can put up points. Uh, they average 79.6 per game compared to 73.7 for LSU. And uh, both teams average above 40 rebounds. Uh, 47.3 for Jackson State. 43.5 uh, for LSU, and Jackson State is 19-1 and 1 when they score 70-plus points. They played Miami, they played Mississippi, they played Texas, they played Arkansas, they played Mississippi State. They're not going to be intimidated on this stage, and I think you know what direction this is going. It's a buzzer-beater win for Jackson State. A huge upset over LSU, major victory for Jackson State as a program. Uh, I would love to see (laughs) the T.O. reactions to Jackson State beating LSU. I think that would be uh, a lot of fun, and I I think it is plausible. It's also plausible that this could be a blowout, Uh, but I I have Jackson State winning and moving on to the second round against Ohio State. Uh, The points per game in this one is just crazy close. Uh, 79.6 to 79.2 in Jackson State's favor. Uh, The key factors for me uh, will be Ohio State shoots 37.8% from three compared to 30 for Jackson State, Uh, but Jackson State has that offensive rebound advantage again, the 16.4 to 9.7, but I don't see the same shots that fell against LGU falling against the Buckeyes. Um, I have Ohio State winning this. It's close for the majority of the game, but Ohio State pulls away in the fourth quarter and won 77-66 to, to advance to the Sweet 16. Um, on to the last set of matchups, uh, Utah versus Arkansas. Uh, again, really close in uh, points. Uh, Utah is averaging 76. Arkansas is averaging 73.7, really similar three-point percentages, 35.3 for Utah, 32.3 for Arkansas, but where there's a huge discrepancy is the free throw shooting again, and yeah, like it's no small matter. Like those points really build up. That's why I included in my key stats and everything. I think it's just going to be something that determines games. Utah's shooting close to 80%. They're shooting 78.2. Uh, compared to Arkansas, that's shooting 67.3. Uh, Arkansas is going to try to make it so easy, sh- seemingly easy shots don't fall like Utah is used to sometimes with uh, how many blocks they do. They average 5 compared to 2.8 uh, for Utah. But I, I just see the Utes having their way. Uh, they win this 84-70. to 70. And then... Uh, Texas versus Fairfield, this is another game that I just see as an absolute blowout and the score is closer than it actually was how the final is. Uh, Texas is averaging 72.6 points per game compared to 65.1 for Fairfield. Um, I have Texas winning 86 to 59 over Fairfield. Um, And then on to the last matchup I'll be doing uh, in depth, uh, the Texas-Utah. Texas's defense has just been high energy and intimidating the whole season. Um, they're averaging 56.7 points per game compared to 67.9 for Utah. They're averaging 10 steals per game compared to 68.8 for Utah. Uh, they're 22-0 and 0 when they uh, force teams below 60 points. Utah has the points per game advantage at 76 to 72 2 per, sorry, uh, Utah is averaging 76 points, You uh, Texas 72.6. Uh, and then they have the major free throw percentage, which they do on most teams shooting 78%. Uh, Texas is shooting right around 70 at 69.9. Uh, but yeah, I don't see the free throws being a factor in this one. I, I think Texas will force turnovers, uh, hit more shots than Utah and win this 78 to 61. Uh, to advance to the Sweet 16. Uh, So my Sweet 16 matchups out of the Spokane region are Stanford versus Maryland, Texas versus Ohio State. Um, So let's go ahead and complete this bracket now. Um, Again, I'll be posting this. This is not gonna be in depth. I'm just gonna go through picks and and tell you who I think is going to win. Uh, So starting going back to the Greensboro region, and then I'll just continue with that round and then move on to the next round. Uh, South Carolina beats North Carolina. It'll be close throughout, but I think Boston's uh, <laughs> dominance and the rest of South Carolina's talent with Destiny Henderson and company uh, just helping South Carolina advance uh, to the Elite Eight. Um, they will go against Iowa, which Iowa Iowa State will just be a, a really intense game and really good for that rivalry that... Uh, They're meeting in the tournament, uh, but I see Iowa uh, winning in a really close game. So South Carolina, Iowa uh, in the Elite Eight. I have Oregon beating Gonzaga uh, in a game that will be close in the first half, and then I have Oregon pulling away in the second half. Uh, Baylor, Michigan, Naz Hillman against Melissa Smith. Should be a really fun matchup. Uh, Both teams have a decent bet, but I, I just think... Uh, Baylor's offense is more consistent and high energy. Uh, I have them winning this game and facing Oregon in the Elite Eight. Stanford-Maryland, uh, this is my first upset of the Sweet 16. Uh, I think Maryland can hold their own uh, against Stanford. I think they'll be able to have the, enough of a, di- a dynamic offense to be able to go through uh, Stanford's pressure. And uh, yeah, I have Maryland moving on to the Elite Eight and a number one, another number one C going down. Uh, next game, Ohio State Texas. I have this being an absolute blowout. It'll be the biggest blowout of uh, the Sweet 16. Uh, Texas moves on uh, to the Elite Eight. Uh, NC, NC State IUPUI, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it will be a crazy matchup between Alyssa Kunei and uh, Macy Williams, uh, I just think it'll be a a great matchup between those teams inside. They'll be going back and forth. Uh, But I think NC State pulls away in the fourth quarter, and uh, they're going to the Elite Eight. Next, Kentucky-UConn. Yeah. Everyone's going to know who's getting the shot at the end of the game, and Ryan Howard will hit it. I think Kentucky beats uh, Connecticut out of another buzzer beater that – uh will just be great to see uh, and another upset, another uh, number two seed going down. Uh, so the Elite Eight has Kentucky in and they'll be playing NC State. Uh, so moving on to those games, uh, I have South Carolina absolutely blowing out Iowa and it starts from the get-go and there's all sorts of talk throughout the week to, to between the teams fan bases and everything. And South Carolina just makes an absolute statement and, and wins this big um, over the Hawkeyes. Uh, the next game, Oregon-Baylor. Uh, another one that starts off close, but I think Melissa Smith and company uh, pull away and the, the Bears win pretty easily uh, to move on to play against South Carolina. Uh, I have Maryland uh, advancing versus Texas just after playing an intense defensive team uh, against Stanford. I think they're able to do the same thing versus Texas and still be uh, efficient enough to advance. It'll be an intensely close game. It may even go to overtime, but I have Maryland advancing. Uh, NC State-Kentucky will also be a a really close game. Uh, I I just think the Wolfpack are destined to go to the Final Four. Uh, Kentucky will hang with them, stay close until the very end, but I think NC State uh, moves on to the Final Four against former ACC team Maryland. So, South Carolina Baylor, Maryland NC State in the Final Four. Uh, I have South Carolina Baylor just being an absolute nail-biter and just a ton of fun to watch. Uh, I'm thinking double overtime, just madness, and <laughs> South Carolina wins. Uh, in a really close game. Uh to make it to the NCAA Finals. Uh, NC State beats Maryland, it's close throughout, but I think NC State pulls away towards the end of the fourth quarter. It won't be as close as the South Carolina-Baylor game, uh, but still a good game. And then South Carolina-NC State won't be as good as the South Carolina-Baylor game, but it will be close throughout. Uh, I think South Carolina wins by something like six or seven, like just like a, a two possession game. Uh, But entertaining throughout, a great national championship to watch. Uh, But yeah, South Carolina makes their final statement and wins the the national championship uh, over North Carolina State. So yeah, that's what I have. Uh, This was my final segment um, for these predictions, uh, at least for um, the first and second round. I will be doing another one for uh, what takes place after this weekend for the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight to determine who wins those two rounds next week. And then um, after the games conclude on Saturday night, I'll be doing a, another uh, Prospects to Watch for the Atlanta Dream. Uh, games to watch on uh, Sunday and Monday. Uh, that could have some implications on uh, who you might see in a Dream uniform and everything in games. You should make time to, to watch if you can. But yeah, as always, thanks you so much for uh, tuning in again, and I'll talk to you guys later.